Hello, 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 and welcome back. This is the bonus part of today's FYI, and I hope you are enjoying our foray into time. Remember, we've got a lot of cool stuff planned for this episode. We're going to look at movies and music that can, well, bring us a little deeper into this world where we can learn more vocabulary and really get it. No, pillarlo de verdad as a concept, even though we said it's really hard to define time. It depends on your definition of it. Like, for example, if you live on Mercury, okay, I know some people who, well, it seems like they come from Mercury. <laughs> But if you live on Mercury, the planet, a day lasts two years. Well, two of our years. So there's just another example of how time is relative. And in the first part, I told you I was going to tell you about the railroads and what they had to do with time. Well, think about this. Trains, they need to be on time because if they get behind their schedule, well, then the next train, I mean, it's a chain of events, almost like a snowball. We've all seen it at an airport too. If the flight arrives late from Madrid, then it's going to leave and get, it just starts a really bad chain of events. So it wasn't until the 19th century where towns and villages synced their clocks. Now, to sync is another way to say to synchronize. And they did this to the local solar noon. That was how they measured it. But the only thing here was that it created thousands of local times. So it depended on when it when noon was over your head. It didn't make sense because you could be in the next town and 10 minutes later would be your noon. Because as we know, the planet is spinning. The solar system is spinning. So, of course, this was a major headache for train lines that were going from one state to another. Because just imagine if in the next town it was a different time. Just imagine the next state. And then they couldn't even agree on that. So the problem was it was a major headache for scheduling. And what they did was they decided to come up with something that they called the universal London-based time. Now, obviously, universal because everybody would go off London's time. This was in 1840. I can just imagine it. What a mess. You think it's one time, but it's not another one. So they realized they needed to standardize this. So we can thank this industry, the railroad industry, for putting us all on the same page. There was another interesting story. An engineer, a guy named Samford Fleming, he missed his train in 1876. And remember, we don't say to lose a train. We miss a flight. We miss a train. And this was in 1876. And he was upset. Of course, nobody likes to miss a train. So he proposed a concept he called cosmic time, in which the world would run on an imaginary clock, which would be located at the planet's center. And they would draw a line from the center of the planet to the sun. And then he said they could split it into 24 time zones. And he would give each one a letter, an alphabetic 
letter and each time zone would be 15 degrees longitude. I mean, it sounds pretty familiar, but we don't call it cosmic time. His plan was cosmic time and it was rejected, but it laid the groundwork and to lay the groundwork es un poco uh, allanar el camino, no? It laid the groundwork for this standardization. And now we call this universal time. So this guy had a great idea, but they weren't ready for it yet. And all nations presently at the time of this recording all divided the world into 24 time zones with the prime meridian known as longitude zero. And that runs through Greenwich, England. As you guys have seen, they call it Greenwich time. Cuidado con la pronunciación. No decimos Greenwich, sino Greenwich. And obviously I said longitude. Well, the other one is latitude. We're almost getting a geography lesson here today as well. <laughs> geography, astronomy. Hey, well, time is a thing that's involved in everything, right? I think it's in every aspect of our lives. Have you guys ever noticed that when you go to, uh, I don't know, a place where they sell electronics, all the clocks are set to 1010? Whether it's a watch, whether it's a DVD player or some, you know, home, home assistant that they have now, it's very common to see 1010, even in a catalog, in print. I want you to take a look around, see if you notice it. And I, I thought to myself, well, wait a second, that's kind of weird. And they even say it's not just in the display, you know, in the window and in escaparate. They say when they ship watches, a lot of time they ship them set at 1010. Now, why? Of course, you want to know why. If, if they all put 1010 because if it's just apple you're saying okay well apple wants to you know have a little wink un guiño but no no if all the companies are doing it they're setting their watches to 1010 in the display and when they ship them there must be a reason well supposedly it's neat it's symmetrical it doesn't obstruct or obscure any of the logos that are usually in the center of the clock face. So that's an interesting fact. That 1010, well, that's the best way to get a glimpse of the watch. And they used to do 820. Back in the day, they would set the clocks to 820. But then they realized, even though that served the same purposes as 1010, if you would look at the watch and you would look at the hands, it sometimes looked like the watch was frowning. And to frown is the opposite of a smile. Fruncir el ceño, you say in Spanish. But I thought that was fascinating. I mean, it's all, they've, they've studied it, they've looked into it, and they know how a watch looks great. So next time, you go shopping, I want you to see if you can see those watches that are set to 1010. My mind was totally blown. Well, in the end, you gotta expect precision from people in the clock industry, right? Okay, <laughs> so I guess it makes sense. They've thought of every little detail and every little angle, pun intended. <laughs>
Also, something I forgot to tell you guys. Did you guys know that the verb clock exists? That's right. What we said before to time somebody is to see how fast or slow they do something. Usually it's fast. But to clock somebody means to hit somebody. Pegarle. That's right. He clocked me. I couldn't believe it. That's right. Now, if a police clocks you, that's when you're speeding. So they say, I clocked you at 85. Eso es muy específico. Pero oirás el otro, man, he really clocked him. Por ejemplo, en un en boxeo. But we'll look at more idiomatic expressions that have to do with time and clocks a little bit later on. Right now, we're going to delve into pop culture. And as I always tell you guys, what's the best way to really get into something? To get into it fully. It happens to me. For example, I get obsessed with the idea of Mount Everest. And before you know it, I'm reading articles on Mount Everest, watching documentaries. So what I'm saying is live in that world, especially if you want to learn more about that topic. And I think time is an important topic for everybody to know about. Let's take a look at some examples from pop culture. The first one, I think it came to mind in many cases for all of you, was the movie Interstellar. The movie Interstellar, which was even hard to follow because they talk about wormholes and other things like that. So this one, man, great movie, but you really have to pay attention. I'll read you guys the trailer. I love doing that, trailers of the movie. A team of explorers travel through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. I love it. Great movie, by the way. And a wormhole, in Spanish you say agujero espacio temporal. And that reminds me of another movie. We'll segue, transicionamos entre en la próxima, which is back to the Future. And Back to the Future is what a great movie. That was the first time I heard the space-time continuum. So see, there's more time travel and this vocabulary, as I said, that not everybody knows. You got to know your stuff. Wormholes? I don't know too many people who know what a wormhole is. Also, I don't know many astrophysicists. But just be careful with the pronunciation of the word worm. Always remember this. It's a warm worm. Es un gusano calentito. It's a warm worm. Well, you don't know how many times I've heard students mispronounce both of those words. So back to the future. Fun movie. It's about time travel. It's about how every little action in the past affects the future. And most of all, I think it was just a fun movie. I mean, didn't you all put yourselves in Marty McFly's shoes? Like, what if I went back in time and saw when my parents met? Man, what a trilogy. There's another one called The Time Machine. There are many movies that talk about time travel. Not just movies, obviously literature as well. Because man, mankind, humankind has always been fascinated with this topic of time travel. Are we stuck here in the present? Or we can we go back to the past? Or can we go into the future? 
And what are the implications? You know, if you can go into the future, you can tell us what's going to happen in the Champions League final next year. See? And we see those themes in Back to the Future in all of these movies. How knowing what you know now, well, think about it in your life. If you knew then what you know now, así va la expresión, well, you probably would do things differently. But that's not, you can't go back in time. It's really an amazing concept. That's why I said earlier, this is something that is applicable to all of us. Why? Because we're on borrowed time. <laughs> well, of course, it's true, though. I don't want to be morbid here, but we're on borrowed time, which means estamos, I think you say the same, el tiempo prestado. We are on borrowed time. Well, uh, on this earth, but I really meant here on the podcast. <laughs> the next one I have for you is frequency, which is another one where they get radio signals and transmissions from another time. The butterfly effect is another one. I remember seeing that one as well, and it plays with that topic of time travel. And perhaps, I was going to say perhaps my favorite. No, my favorite's definitely Back to the Future. But my second favorite is Hot Tub Time Machine. Have you seen this one? Oh, man, this is silly, but it's so funny. It's called Hot Tub Time Machine, and it's a jacuzzi time machine. That's right. Did you guys know in Back to the Future, they were going to make the time machine a refrigerator? And then they thought, well, wait, we don't want kids getting in the refrigerator and, you know, closing the door. So they decided to make it a DeLorean. But the initial time machine was a refrigerator. Well, think about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No sé cómo se llama en español, but this is a, a movie with Keanu Reeves, with my favorite comedian, George Carlin. And there, it's a phone booth, una cabina de teléfono. So a time machine can be anything, really. But perhaps they went a little too far with a hot tub. Well, it's a great movie nonetheless, no obstante. Let's take a look at some songs. Obviously, many, many songs deal with the concept of time. And we've looked at these songs time after time. Oh, there's your first one. Time after time, if you fall, I will catch you, I'll be waiting. You guys, time after time, y como me lo pronuncias, time, la vamos a tener, eh? Time after time. What about Yesterday by the Beatles? Isn't this a song? Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Another British band. What about Coldplay and their song Clocks? It's another one that has to do with the passing of time. Another one, the time warp. And what is a time warp? Hmm, that's a good one. I'm not too sure. But a warp is like un vacío, I would say. Vamos a ver, lo estoy buscando. A time warp. Un túnel del tiempo. Pues también es un baile. If you guys have seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show, there's a very catchy song, and it goes, Let's do the time warp tonight. It's just a jump to the left. And then a slide to the right. Guys, tons of great songs about time. What about Time is on my side? By the Stones. Bueno, yo sé que vosotros decís los rolling, but we say the Stones. What an awesome song. Another one, this is probably one of my favorites, 
Time by Pink Floyd. It's off their album, Dark Side of the Moon. I mean, just listen to the lyrics. I'll, I'll give you the first part, but you gotta listen to the song. It's beautiful and it's got great sound effects. In the background, you hear a clock going tick tock, tick tock. Ah, y acuérdate eso, no es tick tock. And he goes, says, talk con o, tick tock, tick tock, not tack. Si tú dices tick tack, Te voy a pedir una menta, ¿no? Los Tic Tacs. <laughs> we say Tic Tac. So the song goes like this. Ticking away the moments that make up a dull day. Frittering ways the hours in an orphan way. This song is all about time. It's awesome and it even makes you think. <laughs> you know, one of those songs that's thought-provoking. Let me give you another line from the song. It goes like this. It goes, And you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, racing around to come up behind you again. Está hablando de pasar el día, ¿no? The sun is the same in a relative way, but you're older. Hablando de la relatividad ahí. Shorter of breath and one day closer to death. O sea, ya no puedes respirar igual de bien y te acercas un día más a la muerte. So it's one of those songs, as I said, it's very thought-provoking. But uh, hey, anytime you think about time, you start to think. You know, you really start to think. Everybody's always thinking about their money. I mean, logically, you want to keep an eye on your stuff, keep track of it. But you know what? Money comes and goes. As far as I know, time just goes. So which one do I value more? Definitely my time. Now, the younger Alberto would have said my money. But now, the older Alberto, who knows that time is of the essence, I value every second. And when I don't, I need to remind myself. Time after time. <laughs> okay, sorry. I had to do it. Another one. Our time is running out. Our time is running out. This is muse, and this is also true. Es verdad, because, bueno, nos estamos quedando sin tiempo. Our time is running out here on the episode. What about sitting on the dock of the bay? ¿Qué? Yeah, that has to do with time. Sure, sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. So that's one of the things we're going to look at later, too. All the things we can do with time. We can spend our time. We can waste our time. And we'll look at that. We've got a few more idiomatic expressions, and we'll move on. What about, I hope you had the time of your life. This is a song by Green Day. It's called, well, we can learn from the title two different things. The time of your life. Espero que lo has pasado genial. I hope you had the time of your life. Y la primera parte del título es Good Riddance, which I think the translation would be hasta luego o hasta nunca. I hope you had the time of your life. And if that one doesn't convince you, well, maybe you're a fan of dirty dancing. Y no me digas dirty, por favor. It's dirty dancing. You want to sing it with me? I'll start it. You finish it. Now I had the time of my life. And I never felt like this before. 
Yes, I swear it's the truth, and I owe it all to you. Oh, I. <laughs> Were you singing along? I hope so. So, me lo pasé en grande. I hope you're having the time of your life on this episode. Let's go over a few idiomatic expressions. As always, I've chosen some of the most common ones, some of the ones you'll find and hear everywhere. Around the clock. Yo creo que esta queda clara. And especially in the United States, where many things are open around the clock. Significa a todas horas. We also say 24-7, 365. It also reminds me of that song. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. We're going to rock, rock. Vamos, we're going to rock around the clock. O sea, vamos a bailar, vamos a rockear toda la noche. So, great expression. I'm sure you've seen it and definitely heard it in that song. Another one I like is on my watch. This would be more like bajo mi cargo. So, for example, let's say I'm the boss of the company and uh, some of the employees are getting a, they're getting a hard time, right, from some of the staff. And I'll say, nobody is going to mistreat one of my employees. Nadie va a maltratar un empleado mío. Not on my watch. No bajo mi mandato. No bajo mi... Está diciendo mientras yo esté aquí. On the clock. Que ahí tienes otra expresión. If you're on the clock, estás trabajando. ¿no? Estás haciendo tu trabajo. I'm on the clock right now. I'm working. And it also reminds me of to clock in and to clock out. Esto es fichar para entrar y fichar para salir. Y si lo piensas, ¿qué era antes? It was a big clock. And then you put a punch card into it, and you would clock in. So a lot of different words we can get from it, a lot of expressions. But as I said, also, we do a lot of different things with time. Sometimes we need to kill time. We're waiting for a friend who's going to be a little late. We need to kill time. We all could save a little time, right? Who doesn't want to save time? I'm guilty of wasting time. I think we all are from time to time. But you hope that you'll be able to make up for lost time. Esto es recuperar el tiempo perdido. To make up for lost time. Or maybe you're just biding your time. Yeah. Aguardando el momento. Esperando el momento perfecto. Yo siempre lo enseño con esta. Joe Biden is biding his time. Hombre, es biding. Pero acuérdate, americanos no pronunciamos la G. Entonces suena como el nombre del presidente. Joe Biden is biding his time. Aguardando el momento. Well, why? Because time is money. Bueno, vosotros decís el tiempo es oro. Nosotros decimos dinero. Time's up. Se acabó el tiempo. Well, not yet. But I wish I could turn back time, guys. If I could turn back time. There's another one which could have been either in the song section or in the expression section. And I just realized that in the nick of time. <laughs> en el momento perfecto. Because I really didn't have much spare time when I was preparing this episode. Tiempo libre. Yeah, I was running out of time or I was out of time. So I hope you guys like the episode, but only time will tell. <laughs> I'm trying to put it together in a little story if you haven't noticed. So don't give me a hard time. <laughs> uh, okay, really bad. But don't give me a hard time is no me des mucha caña. And we'll wrap up with one of my favorite ones. Better late 
than never. Mejor tarde que nunca. And that's for all of you guys who are saying, you know, I'm never going to get this English stuff. I'm too old. I'm No, better late than never. Do it. You can do anything. And in fact, time is of the essence for all of us. It doesn't matter what age you are. So it's high time. <laughs> it's high time. Es lo mismo que decir, it's about time. It's high time or it's about time. Ya es hora that we call it a day. Y otra expresión ahí para acabar, to call it a day is irnos a casa terminar el día. So I hope you guys have the time of your life and we'll see you on the next FYI.